Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. Today, we are talking the inside-out approach to word satisfaction. This is a conversation I have had countless of times with friends, strangers, family members, acquaintances. I've just met them. All kinds of people asking me, what should I do next? How do I find my dream job? Should I start my own business? Should I, should I become a coach? Do you think that's a good idea? What should I do? How do I figure out what the right next step is? I'm successful. I don't love what I do. I've just been made redundant. I don't know what to do next. How do I, I don't want to do what I did, but I don't know if I can do anything else. If any of those questions are ones that you're sitting with right now, this episode is for you. So take a breath. And let's dive in. At the age of 25, I know, rival of the age of 25, I had already been off work with stress, not because things weren't going well, but because I got promoted twice. Actually, that's not really the reason either. It's a longer story that I've talked about other places. But the point is, after thinking I had another exciting job to go to that didn't materialize, I started going, actually, if that doesn't happen, and it wasn't quite all what I wanted it to be at my last job, even if I was good at it, and even if I got promoted, now what do I want to do with my life? What should I do with my life? And one thing that gave me comfort was a book by a guy called Poe Bronson. I have no idea how I found it, but I guess maybe because of the title, because the title is What Should I Do With My Life? P.O. Poe Bronson. And that story was basically Poe trying to answer this question for him for himself, interviewing, I can't remember how many people, but I, I know that he'd chosen 50 stories in that book and 50 beautifully written stories about real people and how they had found their answer to what should I do with my life. Some had found it very young, some had found it later on in life, and some had found it through complicated ways. Some had suddenly hit them that it was totally obvious. And that book gave me hope because it wasn't like a manual for, okay, well, if you do these three things or Work through this book, you will have your answers. Because somehow I didn't really feel that that might be the way I was going to find my answer. But I just breathed a sigh of relief thinking if this many people, and I think he had interviewed at least 500 or something like that, if, if this many people can find their answers in this many ways, I will also find my work satisfaction. And I have, and I did. And so, so often people come and ask me about this. 
And you might not be looking for your life purpose. In fact, if you are, you know, that again isn't something that just suddenly comes from working through one exercise. I find that that's a multi-layered process and you come at it from different angles and it gets clearer and clearer. And there are themes that are obvious, but you keep working on it and it's work that I love, love, love doing with my clients. But what I see most people do when they look for the next thing, when they're at a crossroads, when they try to figure out what to do, they do what we have learned in society, which is a massive big mistake. And they ask, should I become a coach? Should I work for a smaller organization? Will that make me happy? Should I find a job that's more international? Should I take this project management training? Should I start my own business? Should I totally pivot? Should I go back to study? And when you ask that question, you cannot figure it out. And the reason why is it's the wrong question. It's the wrong place to start from. That is starting from the outside. You're starting from the form, the shape. What is my job title going to be? Where am I going to work? That is the wrong thing because we all know, I'm sure you've worked more than one place. We all know that you can be a CEO in a small local digital marketing company, or you can be a CEO in a multinational FMCG company. And those two roles will be completely different and suit different personalities. You can be a project manager in one type of company and in another type of company when a different era of the company and you can love it and hate it. So it isn't looking for the title or the type of company. That is the wrong way to go about it. I want you to go not from the outside in, which I think is what career counselors and guidance counselors uh, you know, tell you what to do. This is, I, I vaguely remember filling out some kind of questionnaire in high school about what I might want to be. And, and that's, the, that's the wrong approach. This is where we started off wrong because we go, what should I be? Because somehow we're supposed to know what to study so we can figure out what we should do with the rest of our life. I think that's ridiculous. And I know that future generations will have many different types of careers and maybe they'll have some consistent themes running through it, very possibly. So definitely go listening, go listen to the episode, I'll link to it, the episode on your zone of genius, trying to understand your zone of genius, because that will help you. What is your zone of genius and what is it that really lights you up? But what I want you to do is to take time to answer the following questions. I want you to answer the question of how do you want to feel? you wake up in the morning and you know you have to go to work? How do you want to feel when you walk into work? Do you even want to go to an office? Do you want to see people? Do you want to be alone? What do you want your days to consist of? Do you want to have lots of screen time and, and sitting and writing things and doing things on your own? Do you want to have time where you bounce off people? Do you want to go to meetings and connect with people? Do you want to travel? What do you want your days to be like? What activities do you want to spend your day doing? If you can choose, and this is the whole point, start with your ideal scenario. Start with everything you want. This is your big, massive wish list. Don't 
censor yourself and think, well, I can't ask for all of these things. This type of job it doesn't exist. I don't even know where I would find that kind of job. Leave that aside for right now. If you want true heartfelt from the inside out satisfaction, you need to start by asking yourself these questions. So what do you want to feel in the morning? How do you want to feel when you walk into work or when you start your work? What do you want your days to look like? What do you want to do during your day? What kind of people do you want to work with? How many? How few? What works for you? What kind of work environment do you thrive in? What kind of work environment really appeals to you? What kind of relationship do you want to have with your boss? Or perhaps you go, I definitely don't want a boss. Do you want colleagues? And if so, what kind of relationship do you want with them? What will tell you this is a good type of colleague relationship? Like what will make you feel, yeah, this is it? How much do you want to work? Does it matter to you what the company does? Does it matter to you? Some, for some people, it really matters. You know, they want to work for an ethical, change the world kind of company. And for some people, it doesn't matter so much. And no judgment, you know. You've got to answer this truthfully for you. So I know I'm just asking lots of questions here. And you can go back and pause and listen to this again and again as many times as it takes for you to write these types of questions down. But I want you to ask yourself those kind of questions. Make your ideal wish list from the inside out. You also, of course, want to add things like, how much do I want to earn? I usually recommend people do this in three brackets. What's my absolute minimum, you know, to, to cover the life that I have? Again, no judgment on whatever that is for you. What would I like to earn? What would feel like, yeah, that feels really good. And what would be like, whoa, this, this is really exciting. Yeah, write those three categories. And if you want to work for yourself, again, that means what will you take home? Not how much, how much revenue your company will generate, because we all know there's a difference between revenue and profit. And people often report revenue numbers and not profit numbers. And at the end of the day, profit is, is really interesting here. What kind of freedoms do you want to be able to take? Do you want to pick up your kids? Do you want to be able to come in late Thursday morning because you want to do your yoga class? Do you want to work weekends? Do you never want to work weekends? Do you want it very boundary or very fluid? What works for you, right? Ask those kinds of questions. And when you're stuck on the questions, here's a different way to figure it out. Ask yourself about everything that you have disliked in any of the jobs you have been at and then go, well, I really didn't like the noise levels or I really disliked the commute. What does that tell me? Well, it tells me I'm not willing to commute more than 20 minutes or I want a job that I can bike to or actually don't mind travel. I quite like being away sometimes. It really suits me. I like staying in a hotel here and there. It works for me. I find it boring if I'm just in one place, right? Write down what works for you from the inside out, not worrying about what kind of job title is this or where do I find it 
or does it even exist? Your ideal wish list of all the components it will consist of, and most importantly, how will it make you feel? What will it make you think? How will it be for you to be in it? So imagine it. Imagine your ideal day in this job. Imagine what it's like week on week, month on month. Imagine this. This is a place where there will be an investment in your learning and growth. Will you do that yourself with other people? Provide that for you. Are you happy to have a slow growth curve or is this a season in your life where you're hungry, hungry to really expand? Keep asking these questions. Write answers. Come back to the questions again. Talk them out loud with someone that you really love having conversations with. And then revisit them again and again over a period of time. And then you'll notice themes. It's really nice actually to answer the same questions more than once. Because, you know, we all have different periods and we have happy days and we have days where we're just exhausted and we have days where we feel, hey, I can do lots of stuff. Hey, I've got this. And days where we go, I don't know if I know anything. I don't know anything. And so you want to answer the questions more than once and then pay attention. What are the themes? Because this is how you'll figure out was it, what is it really It's going to matter to me when I make choices about my next move. It's really the, why do I think I want to set, set up on my own? Why do I think I want to become a coach? And I have a lot of people asking me about that, obviously, because I am a coach. How did you become a coach? How do I become a coach? I'm like, hey, wrong question. What is it that you want from your work? And if you think there's something specific you want to become, ask yourself, why? What do I think it will provide for me? Why am I imagining that that will really suit me? And then check out what else could also provide that. So before you choose too quickly, if you're, if you're already in something that isn't quite right, why should you don't just choose too quickly something else? Really work through your stuff because your stuff will follow you around wherever you go. And so I want you to dig into this. This is a really fun process. It's not done in one sitting. And as I said, I highly recommend you involve people in your life you love having conversations with and share your thoughts with them, converse it through, and they will be fabulous at spotting the themes because it's often much easier for others to hear this. Of course, you can always get coaching. I'd be happy to work this through with you, but you can do tons of stuff also on your own. If you enjoyed this episode, I have a free gift for you. Come over to nominatan.com forward slash seven, S-E-V-E-N spelled out seven. And you will get free access to the seven principles for how to own your power and increase your impact. I would love to see you fully own your power, increase your impact and make a difference. So come over nominatan.com forward slash seven. And remember, no matter how busy you are, now is a good time to breathe. Have a great day.